Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Here's well, there's there's two ways you can find them. You can either find them when they kind of explode and they've gone everywhere. The other thing that happens, I found a banana that had been in my golf bag for a long, long winter, right? That is, that I, is I, the I, most upper-middle-class sentence we've had on the podcast. And my name is William Seabag Montefiore. Welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out whether they're worthy of the hype. They're likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name's Will, and I'm joined, as always, by Hugh. Hello, Hugh. Hi, Will. How are you? You sound closer than normal. Ah, well, that may be because I'm on the same bit of ground that you're on, just far away from you. About as far away as you could be, actually, given that you're in Ireland. Yeah, I have to sort of do that when when I come to you. Ever since the Toasty episode, I have to be like, right, I'm starting far away and I'll cl- like I'll get closer. So I'm currently in mm. Kerry, in the depths of Kerry. Or as they pronounce That's it part here, of Ireland. Kitty. Kitty. How is your Kerry accent? You've, you've done some good Irish accents over the years. How is your Kerry accent? Oh, Jesus, why? I that's pretty good, actually. Yeah? yeah that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I think I think that I just spoke Irish, and I don't know. It's half lilt, half intention with Irish, you know? By lilt, do you mean the tropical drink? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pineapple-flavoured yeah. drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was like a Caribbean-inspired drink, but it's it, it's an island-inspired one, is it? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, is there, like, an... It, would Club Orange be the Irish equivalent of lilt? Or is there, like, a tropical equivalent? Oh, no, I think Lilt is Lilt. Does Lilt still exist? Is Lilt still around? I think so. I think for a brief time it got overtaken by Ting, which is a really nice... I think I think Ting is, like, grapefruit-based. Um, but Ting and tequila is a very nice drink. Okay. But it's sweet, it's sweet. What was, your, what was your go-to soft drink as a child? Like, what was the one you wanted when you were mm. coming up from the beach? <laughs> In the summer when you were nine. <laughs> uh, coming, coming up from the beach sounds like the beach is a drug that you took when you were nine. <laughs> and you're like, right, it's really hitting in now. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. I think I was I was a big fan of Fanta Fruit Twist mm. before they sort of got rid of all the sugar from it and made it like less terrible for you. Okay. Um, but that, not when I was nine. To be honest, when I was nine, I was probably like deep into the Sunny Delight phase. Oh God! <laughs> what is Sunny Delight though? Because it's not orange juice, is it? No, it's just like it's just like orange-colored sugar, I think, in a bottle. And yeah. the whole—I I remember like the moral panic of it. It was like pre-internet memes mm. uh, were like, "Oh, well, you're going to turn orange." It was just someone telling you. That you were going to turn orange if you drank too much Sunny D. But like the ads, the ads for Sunny Delight 
like along with the ads for pop tarts i feel were the ones that made children so excited about the foods that could exist yeah imagine imagine if they'd done the same for like broccoli like if they'd made broccoli yeah. like real cool because i think broccoli if is broccoli really cool had now. got its marketing right exactly with some photogenic american children you know <laughs> that's all you need that's all Big you need broccoli just never got its game together nope mm. it's very nice to be an island it's a very it's a good place isn't it it's good 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 earth good good water next to it do you feel do you feel a weight off your shoulders when you come over here yeah. Or do you feel this is where you're meant to be? Yeah, no, it does. I, I really like it. I, I definitely feel a kinship. I think anything vaguely Celtic is better than anything vaguely whatever English people are. Saxon. Oh, Saxon. Even the difference of, of sound. Saxon. Mm. Saxon or Celtic. I guess Saxon mm. is the German part, though, isn't it? You know? Anglo-Saxon. That only makes it worse. Anything Anglo isn't good. No, no. Absolutely terrible. Um, I have a question for you about Anglo-Irish relations. Not really. It's about mm. just Ireland specifically. There are some cultural blind spots that I have, uh, which I know is it's not very charismatic as an English person to admit cultural blind spots. You just power through and pretend. What's a Debs? A Debs. Yeah. A Debs. It's so it's it's yeah. It's it's a. Uh... It's a, it's called, it's short for a debutante ball, <laughs> and it's uh, like the the Irish version of what a prom is. You know? Right, so it's right. when you finish school, and I guess in theory being released into society. But basically, yeah, <laughs> just a big old night out for uh, for a load of eighteen year olds. So what are they like? It's desperate. The... It's all. <laughs> it's desperate. Unsurprisingly, Hugh's not a fan. Because I like I've spoken to Irish friends who are like, oh, we you know. My whole family came to the to the pre pre Debs. Is pre Debs mm. a thing? Well, now you see so you're confusing two things. You're, right. you're confusing what what started coming in when I was in school. I feel which was a pre Debs, which was yeah. just a smaller version of basically another night out. But then there's also on the actual Debs a pre Debs party, which would usually happen in someone's house hosted by someone's parents. But crucially, at the stage of the night where everyone was just looking lovely and very well groomed, you know, before they headed off into whatever, yeah, yeah. scape, debscape they were moving into. Yeah. Speaking of hellish debscape, I'd like to end. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to introduce our producer Anya to ask her about the debs. Anya, welcome, hellish debscape. Nice to see you again. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, God, we could do a whole episode on debs. Um, yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. How many did you go to? I went to two, my own and one other. That was mm. it. That was enough for me. What about you? You probably were at millions of them, were you? Uh, thank you very much. On, e- on every dance card for uh, 2002 uh, to 2008. I, I think I went to three. Three? Yeah. It's not, not that many. Is, is that there many. like a number that's like, it is going to a, an amount of Debs? Like a, is that like a, a thing? But see, it, uh, could, it could mean you were just some kind of easy target of there's a nice person mm. that so-and-so can bring to the Debs. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, there I, there was sort of a, a I suppose an honour in being a But you see, I think, I think the only thing there is, I think that would only matter in school. I think once you're out of school and into college, it, like, it's, you don't have people to boast to about it anymore. You no, know? no. The one other Debs I went to, I was actually still in school. So was I, yeah, yeah. which was quite the coup. What are you doing mm. on a Friday? I'm actually going to the such and such, such and such Debs in the Red Cow. I remember I didn't have homework done and I was asked why and I said I was at a Debs last night and I tell you, the, the boys <laughs> in my class couldn't believe that little Hugh was all grown up. Where you know? was where was it on Hugh? Practically started a lads, lads, lads chant. Um, <laughs> oh, that was a very posh Debs. That was in a fancy hotel in Dublin. So it wasn't in the Red Cow roundabout, which is where my... Not no. the roundabout, was in the hotel. It wasn't... Oh, the Red Cow! The I've driven past the Red Cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. cast yourself back to 2005? Four? Another cultural touchstone. Can I cast yeah. my mind back instead of casting myself back? Sure, sure. Oh, great. Uh, and I wore, like, a very shiny flame... What's the opposite of fire retardant? Uh... Flammable. A very, <laughs> a very, a very flammable dress... With sort of a shawl. It was, um, yeah, what a time. I will stick out the photo and uh, we can post it on the Instagram. I'll blur out the, the, the guy's face. Where is he now? He's married to a girl he went out with just before me. 
and they got back together after after we we broke up maybe you like showed six years after. Uh, yeah. how bad it could be. And uh, yeah, yeah. he's married this 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 girl. Now what story. happened is he came into the ice cream store and and he tried vanilla and they was like oh try something more interesting and great like rum raisin and he was like oh that's too much for me because I'm boring so he went back to vanilla. Yeah, I mean to be honest, Will, I'm I'm happy enough with how it's worked out. Like there's no oh. no 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 hard feelings. And oh yeah, the, I just got the... defensive because I was like, ah, how could you miss a catch like this? You know. Thank you very much. Yeah, the rum, rum raisin though, you know. I think you're rum raisin. Oh Jesus. Well, liked by hardly anyone. Also, often not even available. Intoxicating in and fantastic is what I was going to say. <laughs> Good Lord. Will, what flavour are you? I think it might be a sorbet. I think it might be a lemon sorbet. No, man, I think uh, a lemon sorbet. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I, yeah, a lemon sorbet. Or I'd be like a lime and chilli sorbet. It's a limited edition. I've had Madras ice cream. You can what? Have. What's it like? I've had, delicious. Absolutely delicious. Uh, I've had potato ice cream. It's also very nice. I don't really want to ask. I mean, am I even vanilla or am I just No, ice? you're, you know that ice cream? That's not, that's just ice cream. It's not vanilla. It's just cream. It's just, <laughs> uh, you're frozen yogurt. Hmm. That's fair ha- enough. I actually had some frozen yogurt yesterday. It's shite. Hugh, I think, I think you're, you're Madagascan vanilla, where it's like, oh, <laughs> it's just vanilla. And then you taste it and you're like, this is, this is ice cream as it's meant to be, you know? Mm. This is like the pinnacle. Uh, what do we think Michael is? I think Michael is a mango sorbet and I think he'd love being called. I, I think Michael is Marmite ice cream. That's not a bad shout. Yeasty and weird. He's chocolate ice cream, isn't he? Though? Yeah, he is chocolate ice he's cream. definitely it's chocolate. It's childlike. Yeah. It's not that nice. No, no imagination. It's the worst ice cream. Yeah, it is. It's really like Michael. I like chocolate and I like ice cream. But also, crucially, looks great and is very short. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys think about banana flavour? This shiz bananas. Uh, Banana ice cream, big fan. I've only had it like maybe twice in my life. And I think it's unbelievable that we don't have banana ice cream all the time. Well, I mean, bananas. That's what Mm. we're here to decide. Are they legitimate like or not? And let's just get into a quiz. Let's do it. Okay. So why shouldn't you store bananas and apples beside each other? I know the answer to this. Because it looks it looks like a willy. If you have the two apples <laughs> and the banana, it looks a bit too much like a willy. And that's not appetizing. <laughs> if that's what it looks like, well done you. I mean, my God. Oh, <laughs> you, it looks like a giant version. <laughs> you know when banana I know I can't remember whether it's when bananas are with other fruit they go off faster or when bananas are with other fruit the other fruit goes off faster but yeah they have an effect bananas do they throw out some sort of chemical that that puts the fruit yeah. off or, or I, I think rot faster I think I'm I may be making up a gas but I think they throw out ethene whoa very well close they produce a lot of both of them produce a lot of ethylene gas ethylene fruit that causes fruit to ripen faster. And when they're stored together, they have that impact on each other. But um, people often associate just with bananas. But in fact, apples do that to other fruit too. So you shouldn't store <gasps> apples with a lot of them Whoa. So bananas are taking a lot of the apple flack. They're taking a lot of the heat. Um, but Whoa. I think as well, if you want your bananas to stay nice, you shouldn't even store them in a bunch. I have a bunch down there at the moment. And they're in my kitchen. And they're, they're rotting on the vine. Oh, because they're eating all you, over the place. When yeah, when you keep them together, uh, and I think you shouldn't keep them near like fresh cut flowers or anything like that. Maybe she's just... born with it. Maybe it's ethylene. Also, they uh, you shouldn't store them in the fridge. Cold, but not 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 fridge refrigerated. And what does the fridge do to them aside from not make them very tasty? Um, I think it might speed up the. Does it do something to the something that's that? I could be wrong. Yeah, that was good scientific. It does something to the something that... Yeah, yeah. it could do something to the something, to be fair. Mm. But they're they're a very strange thing. There is something kind of odd about them. I like the idea that bananas and apples are like, uh, watch this, watch this, mate. And just uh, <laughs> making the... Look at those straws. Making the pears go mental, yeah. Of course, you're meant to, you're meant to grow apples near chives, I think, aren't you? It's one are of you? those... Like, Apples near chives will eat till the spring. No, it's it. There is genuinely one. It's apples is and there? chives together. They thrive. 
Oh. It's one of those organic symbiotic relationships. Uh, I mean, it sounds yeah. like a a, <laughs> a rhyme relationship. It sounds like they were like, oh, it's a good thing these are called chives because that rhymes with thrive. Yeah. I think you guys are going to love this question. So what is the fastest time in the Guinness World Records, Book of World Records, uh, to eat a banana with no hands? <laughs> I do love the question. Okay, I, I, you have I, to, yeah, I have, I have questions, I suppose. I have questions was it, too. Was it eaten skin and all? Was the skin peeled with no hands? What's oh. the, what are the parameters here? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We should be able to tell from the answer, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I feel like it would be a, a banana given to you, like, intact. Yeah, I think so. I'd say I'd say it was, you, you bite off the top, maybe, and then and then you... Or maybe you just eat it all. I mean, if you're setting this record, maybe you just go for broke. To be honest, I would... eat banana skin. I would headbutt it. I'm currently in the middle of a campaign to get more of uh, the kids in my class eating kiwis with the skin on. I love eating that the Anya skin. that introduced me to. Many years ago, and uh, I tell you what, that I'm 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 causing mayhem around the school. Hold I, on, I still thank God haven't run into an allergic kid because that's when that's when you loses his job. But at the moment, yeah, yeah. I've got about half the kids in my class eating kiwis with the skin. Yeah, on. if you kill a kid by being forced them to do that, yeah. Um, are we all kiwi furry skinniers? Oh, oh yes! Oh my God, I've never met. Another I've met two. a few, yeah, but I didn't realize you were well. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Used to eat a- I used to eat apples the whole thing. Me Down too. The hatch, no bother. Stop it. I still occasionally do. And if do I don't why? have a bin near I'm me, I'll just lazy. eat it. If there's no bin, yeah. what am I going to do? Carry around an, yeah. old, an old core. No. But in school, people used to gather around. Did people then tell you that the <laughs> the pips have cyanide in them? Oh no, people love to say, like, like as if an orchard is going to sprout out of your I stomach. did. I see, I was actually delighted when I heard that they had cyanide in them because I thought, does this mean I can build up an immunity? But uh, I googled it and apparently no. Why would you need an immunity to cyanide you? Are you doing some spy I'm not saying I need side? one. I'm just saying it'd be a handy little yeah, trick yeah. to have. I mean, know? if you could choose between having an immunity to cyanide and not, you'd obviously choose having an immunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Particularly if you can get it just by chowing down apples. Mm. But I will say about this this record, I think it's a little bit disappointing. The time. I, I would. Okay. Well, I, I wondered then. Did he? Do, do you suggest that? Do you think he did take the time to peel it? I I, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it was skin on. Okay, I'm going to guess a disappointing time. I'd be disappointed by 45 seconds. I was okay. going to say 37 seconds. Whoa! Well, you're both wrong. It's 20. 20- Point three three seconds, and it was set by Leah Shutkiever in Redditch on the twenty fourth of October, twenty twenty one. That's fast. So, I mean, they've done very well. Peeled, that's fast. If she peeled the skin off, with twenty her seconds. Mouth, yeah. I I honestly think I could beat it. And uh, am I going to go get a banana and do it right now? Yes, you are. Absolutely, you are. Go and get a banana. <laughs> yes, you are. Go you and are. Get a Come on. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm, I'm not going to. Okay, well, you I'll tell you what, we're going to... You I'm can't drop a gauntlet like that. peel a banana with my mouth on camera. Just, you know, in case I ever want to run for office. You just... Maybe <laughs> after the episode, we can record a video of the three of us trying it. We absolutely have to film that video. That that has to happen. Because there's no way... There's no way you can do that faster, Anya. I, I, I would put... Not a chance. I, I will give you... No, I don't... Uh, 10 euro, I guess. I'll give you a high five. <laughs> I don't know. I see. I think I'd use my incisors to slice open the the. I'd use my cheek as a brace. Use my incisors. You realize we open. don't live in a cartoon. Like that's not going to work. You can't slice things with your incisors. <laughs> You're not a vampire. Yeah, yeah. I do have a quite pointy incisor, and then and then um. So I'm, I'm, I'm my head down on one side. I'm slicing it open, and then I'm just chowing down. This yeah. is the most Michael you've ever sounded. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> when Michael's not here, I'm like, how are we going to get an episode out of this? And then you say something like that and I'm like, you you think the world is a fantasy land. The idea that you'd set the record by lying your head on the table like a like a faithful dog. <laughs> what, what, how would you how would you go about it? I mean, I haven't given it as much thought as you have. I'm happy to admit that. You know, you've definitely done more research. I'd headbutt it into a mush, because I think if you if you smush it down, the skin will break, and then I'd rip it open. No. You can't you can't like attack my method. You haven't even done your stupid incisor method. Hundred percent, you're gonna put your tooth in, move your head, and the banana will come with you, and you'll look like an idiot. Meanwhile, I'll be headbutting a banana, looking like a king, <laughs> and I'll be just eating the whole thing. Yeah, yeah skin and, and just... all. 
tune it down. Because while Anya values her incisors, my molars really do some great work. So I'm just going to grind it all down. Yeah, what do you think your best teeth are? Incisors, for sure. Oh, I think the molars. I'm a big, big fan of the canines, you know? Oh, maybe... No, sorry, I'm thinking of canines. I'm thinking of canines. It's the pointy ones. Canines are, yeah. Your 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 incisors are your front teeth. Oh, there's, I, oh I don't have half one of those. Do oh, not? Sorry, oh, this is all... I ran into a wall age eight and um, oh, I, yeah. I I bashed out my, my front tooth and uh, I used to have kind of half it, but then recently I got the whole thing veneered at the front. And it's annoying because like a couple of years earlier and you were going to lose them anyway, you know? It's terrible. Like you knocked out those teeth when they were brand new pretty much. Yeah. Right, running into a wall like a moron. Mm. A, a, a very niche question for your third one, okay? In season eight, episode seven of The Office, right? Jim and Dwight spend an evening together on a hotel bed eating dessert. They get two desserts and one of them is banana-based. What banana-based dessert do they have sitting on the bed? I think I know it, Hugh. Uh, yeah, I I was going to say, is it a banana-based Knickerbocker Glory? But am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was Bananas Foster. Will is absolutely correct. It's Bananas Foster. And I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me what Bananas Foster is. It is a banana chucked in a pint of Foster's. Thank you. Lots of points for me. Um, um, bananas well, I, Foster. I, I think it's like banana cut up. Yeah. It's like a trifle situation, I think. With like banana custard and then like maybe white chocolate on top of it. A good guess. And now that I've read what it is, I've never wanted anything more. It's... Wait, can we ask, can we find out what Hugh thinks of Bananas Foster is? Sure. I genuinely believed you when you said it was Foster's beer involved, <laughs> like, which doesn't make sense, but I was I was going with you. Um, bananas Foster, um, is it where they like have to look after little bananas for a short <laughs> period of time? Banana Fosters is a dessert made bananas and vanilla ice cream with a sauce made from butter, brown sugar, cinnamon, dark rum and banana liqueur. And then they cook it all together and then the alcohol is ignited. So it's often like flambéed at the table side. Guys, I want this so much. I love a dish that involves flambéing table side. It's not done enough. Yeah. I know it's very 1970s, but bring it back. That's what I say. Cherries Jubilee, Bananas Foster. Do you know what, Onya? I mean, I'd love I'd love more questions about bananas. I know you don't have them because I, I know... I actually you, do you know a lot about bananas now, but we'll, quiz, we'll, but we'll get into it. Hello, listeners. It's Michael and Anya. Seamless, seamless, nailed it. Uh, here with another fantastic legitimate likes listener competition. Because if it's one thing we know that you people like, it's getting something for nothing. Anya, what prize do we have in store for you this week? Uh, so, for really exciting um, prize this week uh, from a company called Riley. Uh, which a lot of people probably will probably will know, um, which was founded by three Irish women. And basically, it's a period product subscription service, which is, given the cyclical nature of periods, is a very clever idea. Yes. So basically, every three or six months, this package arrives. Um, and independently of this, I've used the service myself, and the stuff comes uh, very like glamorously packaged. Like, it's a lovely thing to get through the door. Uh, and their, I suppose their USP is it's ethically produced stuff. Uh, it's recyclable or compostable. And where they use cotton, it's all organic cotton. And probably the coolest thing about them is that they do a lot of work with a Kenyan-based charity uh, where they're working to fight period poverty in rural areas. Uh, and they sponsor an education program for girls there. And they also supply sanitary products to 10 schools. That's, I think, up to a thousand young girls that are getting access to uh, these period products, which is great because in Riley's words, periods should end sentences, not education. So that's really cool. Um, so the winner can win a three month supply of Riley period products of their choice. So you can pick between uh, applicator tampons, naked tampons and pads. Uh, and in a variety of absorbencies, um, or you can stick to one kind, and that will come through your door uh, for for a th- with a three month supply. Now, Anya, I'm no expert in this stuff, but I have to imagine that when it's your time of the month, the last thing you want to think about is doing damage to the planet. So that seems like a great solution. Certainly, Michael. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great point. Um, so yeah, but that is that is a big thing because obviously there's a lot of single-use pa- plastics involved in an awful lot of uh, these products. So it's great. Um, and also, if you don't win the prize, you can still get a discount if you use the code Legitimate Likes Ten. You'll get ten percent off your first order for three months. Uh, very simple to enter. All you need to do is go to our Instagram, uh, like the post for this week's episode, share it to your story, and tag a friend below. And in two weeks' time, we'll pick a winner, uh, and you'll get your three months supply free. Yeah, so Riley point out that the average person uses 11,000 tampons during their lifetime. 
that's that's a lot of tampons. Personally, my number is is well below that. Um, but Riley's tampons, as Anya says, will put zero bleach, toxins, or chemicals in your body. 100% organic cotton and nothing else. Uh, and look, if you're going to get 11,000 tampons over the course of your life, why don't you at least try getting some of them from Riley to see if it works for you? Riley, a better way to tampon. I actually said that like that was their slogan. It's it's definitely not. They have some other <laughs> slogan. So just just to be clear, that, that is not their. And thank you very much to the to the lovely people uh, over at Riley for the prize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when if I'm sorry, one last thing. The great thing about it is they will ship this prize or their products anywhere in Ireland, the UK or the EU. So don't worry. We know we have a lot of listeners based across the EU. Feel free to enter. They'll ship this anywhere. Yeah, and also this this competition is open to all. So, for example, men, don't be shy. Uh, you can win too. I think this would make a great gift for the women in your life, be it a friend, a sister, uh, a significant other, or um, or the the uh, the menstruating people in your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to know the person uh, to give them this that's kind not, of gift. That's not. That's not well, Michael. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Perhaps. Perhaps I'm not the best spokesperson for the company, uh, but I do know that they have excellent customer reviews. Uh, so don't listen to me. Check out their their website. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes. But it's weareriley.com. And now back to your usual scheduled programming. Will, you mentioned something about intelligent design in a previous episode of the whole thing of like the banana is the perfect size for the human hand. And I think it is one good benefit of bananas. Very, very um, handheld. You know, like the burrito, the banana. It's perfect. I think one of the interesting things about it, though, is that it has the very obvious like handle where you open it up and where most of us do still open it. Whereas, of course, if you want... If you want consistent opening, you should actually open it from the other end, which is the end that, yeah. that monkeys open it from. Really? You know, the unhandled end. Yeah, because if you, you know, sometimes you try and open it at the top and it kind of bulges a bit or it gets a bit soft at the top. Whereas if you dig the nail into the bottom bit, it'll always open properly. Can I ask Anya what you hold other fruit with? Her cheek. She uses her cheek as a brace and she just nuzzles oh, okay, them yeah, sort of yeah, up right. towards. If I was having a, a raspberry, so say a single raspberry, the banana is in its own container. It is its own wrapper. You can't just carry like a strawberry right in your bag all day. Do you know what I mean? But you, you, no, you absolutely can. You absolutely can. No. If you carried a single strawberry around in your bag, will that's crazy though? No, no, no. I, I carry a single strawberry, a blueberry, a raspberry. I carry all of the fruits <laughs> just in case. Five a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what that I'm not means. Do more than I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it, it it ensures your delicious snack, or whether it is delicious, that we can come back to, is is lint free. It's ready for you to enjoy. It's it's just such a stupid argument. Like, because apples have skin, you can carry it. Like, we just eat the I mean, skin. Apples are very sturdy in their bags, yeah. as are our in your bag, as are oranges. You wouldn't chuck a I mean, banana in co- the bag and just eat it then. But oranges come with their own. Oranges are a mess. And you know who I can't stand? People who eat them in a public setting. And then there's a horrible orange smell lingers on the air for hours. Uh, Sorry, oranges smell really lovely. No, they don't. Oh, well, we're going to fall out this episode. I think most oranges smell. I think I do agree that the smell is generally lovely, but there's uh, there's a very thin line between the smell of an orange and the smell of vomit, like a child's mm. vomit. And just Hugh, up you've, their oranges. you've made this comment to me before, and you're dead right. There are some very poor oranges and satsumas and tangerines out there. There's some very Absolutely. poor ones, and they're the ones with the bad smell. That's not a Absolutely. delicious tropical smell. No, I agree. It's horrible. And you need to go. If I can give some advice to the listeners sure. now, this does come from a place where I like fruit that's quite tart. But the, like, the like yellowy, the yellower, um, the yellower satsumas with sort of thin skin are your best ones for flavor and for peeling. So yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, you've got a, and, and do you have any advice then to the listener on picking out a banana? I mean, there are people in the world, and I understand they get sweeter, but who like bananas when they're going black? And I just think. It's such an appalling way to live your life because, yes, they get sweeter, but they get so mealy. You know, they get so dry and grainy. And so you got to buy them when they're just moving from green to yellow and then eat them just as they hit that pale yellow, I think. You know, well, what are you what, what, what kind of banana are you selecting in your local? So you don't like what seems to be the pattern here is that you eat oranges, which are named after a fucking color. You eat them when they're yellow and you eat bananas when they're yellow. So it's mostly just like if you got a yellow lychee, you'd be very excited about that. You can get yellow raspberries. They look lovely. I'm sure you both love that. 
And she's like, ah, it's delivered in its own skin. Yeah, but it's it, 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 that's why it's that's why it's so handy in a in a lunchbox. Yeah, but I mean, it's a handy lunchbox one. I will say though, the problem with the banana is, despite the fact that they're quite large fruit, they can suddenly disappear into a bag and you find them three months later. You know? And they practically it's it's like you've been brewing hooch in your bag. I was a fiend in school for not accounting for each each banana that goes into your bag. You have to make sure that it's like a fire drill that you've accounted for each one that that yeah one in one out yeah you know yeah you got to make sure all your boys come home leave <laughs> no man behind no. Ah! yeah no and I was I was dreadful for it like and it does just like ferment to the point that you're brewing banana liqueur in your bag when did you when did you Anya but did you always like bananas or was there a point where you kind of because I feel to some extent they're not the most exciting food for a child but then you realize as an adult if you grow to like them that they're you know, they're a great source, what's, a little bit of energy. What's the opposite you know? of a picky eater? I think a generous lover. I don't know. I, I just, as a child, uh, was not a picky eater. So would have, would have, you know, very like was just, yeah, loved a banana. Still do. Uh, but that's one thing you talk about. Another pro of them is a fantastic little boost of energy. Or a great settler of the stomach. And and also they, they really do get rid of um, hunger. They really do get rid of the appetite, you know, because there's other things like if you eat an apple, I think that in fact, they actually say that you should eat an apple about an hour before you eat a meal because it just gets the stomach juices flowing. Whereas if you eat a banana, you're you're sated, you know, mm. I mean, I, I think uh, that's absolutely not true. It does not that like my stomach juices are going constantly and a banana if you if you ate an apple an hour before dinner and then someone's like, here's a banana, you'd be like, what's happening? I mean, I wasn't advising banana for dinner every night. <laughs> but Hugh's right. If you are absolutely ravenous, a banana is a fantastic... A banana will, sh- a banana will get you home, Will. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm not saying it, 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 fills, it fills you up for the meal, but it'll get you home. They're so slippy. You can't ride a banana home, Hugh. That's mental. <laughs> will, you've, 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 you've responded angrily to everything we've said. Are you an anti-banana man? <laughs> no, I'm really pro-banana. I really like bananas. <laughs> I think they're amazing. And I don't know why. I've, I think it's just being on a podcast. You go, oh, we must inject some conflict into this. Otherwise, it's not a real mm. thing. No, it's nice. I mean, it is possible really to like, like bananas. bananas and still disagree with everything we're selling, yeah. I suppose. Though. See, the other thing I think about them, I think they're, they're a great stomach settler. Will, you looked disgusted when I said this. But say you're getting yeah, well, a yeah. flight... They're great, like, it's it's not gonna, it's a very consistent food. It's not gonna, it's not, it's not like, oh, I think I'll have a load of raw fish. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's... Although, although, okay, as I yeah, say, yeah, when yeah, you're I trying to that. hit that sweet spot of eating a banana before it gets too ripe, if you do start eating bananas when they're still greenish, not great for the stomach. No, man. you need a perfectly yellow one. Yeah. Although I love a green banana by the slice. I think if you're going either too ripe or not ripe enough, you need to slice your banana, you know? Slice it onto some toast or something like banana that. Banana on toast, delicious. Banana on a toast yeah, and bagel, yeah. delicious. Do you mash it or do you slice it? Oh, slice it, you sick. Yeah. Ma- mash. No, I slice it as well. Oh, sorry. Don't, don't look at me like that. <laughs> no, mashed is like something you'd give somebody recovering from an illness, isn't it? Yeah, but what if, what if, right, you don't like the taste of banana? Like, what are you going to do? Because bananas, I- I'd say relatively prevalent as a flavour. Now, you raise an interesting question, right? Thank Um, you, thank you. My husband doesn't like banana-flavoured things. will happily eat a banana. And I think this is very common. A lot of people do not like banana yogurts, banana ice cream, banana milkshakes. Do you guys have any thoughts? I do. I have a big thought. Mm. Yeah, there's a thing about this. There is a thing about this. There is. Are you going to... Do you want to talk the people through it? Will's going to take it on. Will's going to take it on. So artificial banana flavor is based on a different breed of banana that used to be the most popular breed of banana and then it died out because of the panama disease and you can still get it but artificial banana flavor is more akin to what we used to have as bananas and now we eat the breed of banana which is the cavendish banana and it's not as flavorful it's a different flavor i think the way i remember the story so my friend sarah mcdermott did a presentation on bananas for me and made me love bananas And you didn't loads. get her to come on the podcast. No, she. I, I, I realise my mistake, all right? I do realise the error I've made there because all my knowledge is like 
secondhand knowledge from her presentation. And when she did it, I think I was a bit drunk. So I don't remember much of it. Well, I can tell you who they're named after. They're named after William Cavendish, who was the sixth Duke of Devonshire. And oh, yeah? the, 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 the Panama disease uh, affected the Gr- Gros Michel or Big Mike variety of bananas in the 1950s. Oh my God. I've only just made the connection that our producer is his really small Michelle. <laughs> Le Petit Michel. But still gross. Le uh, Petit Michel. Gross, but Petit Michel. But um, the the problem, I think, is that uh, they think eventually the Cavendish banana will fall, fell the same fate, and then will there be an, a new breed of banana will be um, mm. unleashed on the scene. And when did it happen? When in the, the, in the 1950s. So that's why, you know, if you're having a banana ice cream or something, it, it, it's probably artificial banana flavour, but that's what banana tasted like. So there are still people alive who ate the old bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's um, amazing, isn't it? So banana flavoured, unless you're maybe getting something homemade banana flavoured. A lot of the time banana flavoured stuff. Is it like the gene pool is really small or something? Or is it like it, if a disease affected it, it would affect all of them? Sort of like a, the potato blight vibe. Speaking of cultural insensitivity. Yeah, I'm in Ireland. I thought I'd bring it up, you know? It is quite complex. But can you go on a funner note? Can you guys tell me what do you call like a bunch of bananas? What's that called in the trade? Oh, a murder. A hand. Yes. A hand of bananas. And what do you call an individual banana on the hand? A finger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, baby! Yeah. I guess they do look like big creepy hands, don't they? They do. Um, And the other thing, can you tell me, so what are they in the world of like nuts, berries, fruits? What are they? Herbs. So this comes back to this. It's it's a real QI question you've given us there, which is probably where I saw the answer. And it's to do with where the seeds are, isn't it? And that if the seeds are on the inside, doesn't that make it a berry? And so that would make a banana a berry, but it mean like a, a strawberry isn't a berry because obviously it's it's either on the outside, am I right? Or is it like a fish? They are berries. My understanding was it's to do with layers and I'm not, I'm not fully sure, mm. but the, the plant itself is a herb. Apparently the leaves are herbs and the, uh, mm. yeah. And of course the banana leaves themselves very useful and used in some cuisines deliciously mm. as little, little, little pockets. Mm. You know, I'm going to ask you one, one thing, one issue I do have with bananas is I think they're very hard to buy in the correct quantity. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, yeah, sometimes you have to tailor tailor your bunch, as it were, and you go along and you pick up a big bunch of bananas and you have to just take a few off. The other thing I do, though, because sometimes when you go into the shop and you find the loose bananas Mm. are sometimes they can be very green, sometimes they can be going black. But you often find nice ones in the sort of pre-packaged whether it's a fair trade packaging or whatever it is. And I have to confess, I have never once brought them and scanned them in their packaging. I always pick them up and then surreptitiously rip off the wrapping, throw it away and put them, put them in my trolley as though I'd taken them loose. Even if they're like a little fun-size bananas or whatever. Everything. Well, I don't buy fun-size bananas. I quite, I like, I quite like the fun-size bananas. It's, there's not enough in it, though. Yeah, but it's, you it's, always it's, need two, wouldn't it's, you? It's hard to have. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do. I, I rip off the packaging, which I know is absolutely not what you're meant to do. Oh my god, they must hate to see you coming. Well, they don't know. They've never, never they come They definitely know. I think it's like a casino in Tesco. They have all those cameras and keep an eye out on the tables for you. I'm a Dunn's man myself. but Oh yeah, of course. Who's your girlfriend there? She's left. Has she? She left. I was there, um, I was there a few weeks ago and she was like, it's the last time. Last time now I'll be uh, serving you. I'm heading off to Aer Lingus. Uh, as a as a flight attendant. Oh my god! So you could be on a flight, and she could be like so passing through the, the cabin with a selection of snacks, bananas, yeah. and light drinks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And she's a an, an older woman, right? She's probably about fifty. Yeah. Well, she's not that old. That's only no. thirteen years older than you. Oh no! Wait, hang on. Uh, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just bad maths. She's I th- she's sixteen years older than you. She could be further into her 50s, but still a whole new career ahead of her. Yeah, you, you, so she was only working in Duns for apparently about four years. But it wouldn't be that weird if you went out. No, but I mean, except for the fact that neither of us is attracted to the other. <laughs> well, who knows? Sorry, just to go back. So to, w- would you ever, for example, get a banana milkshake? No, nope. never have, never will. What? Sorry, I never have, but I don't know. I'm not saying I never will, but I've never had one. You absolutely should. They're unbelievable. I once went to mm. Michael with to Michael. I once went with Michael to Eddie Rockets, and I got a fish burger <laughs> and a banana milkshake. 
And honestly, that is, you must be on a watch list. <laughs> like, like that's a test. If someone, like someone in the Secret Service, is like, we've just had a three seven one, you know? Or maybe it's my, maybe it's like a double. code. Like that's how somebody else has slipped me the the the, the flash yeah. drive or whatever. Go into Eddie Rockets. That's, that's what spies do. Yeah, yeah. slip me the flash drive. It's an absolutely slip horrendous USB memory sticks. Like, but that probably is. I don't think they're slipping suitcases anymore or briefcases. I, think. I, don't, I don't, don't think know. the word slip is involved in their job at all, actually. But banana milkshake is like it, uh, until until I discovered peanut milkshakes. Banana milkshake was uh, uh, like unequivocally and i use that word without knowing what it means i would go for banana milkshakes always but then five guys introduced that thing where you can get a peanut butter malted milk sort of milkshake oh. holy shit peanut to be honest though peanut butter and banana yep unbelievable great. unbelievable and- banana milkshake is as i think number two in the milkshake world it goes peanut butter banana and then i don't know kiwi Oh, I think I strawberry and then banana, then vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Strawberry is for children who haven't had, they don't have developed palates and they just have crusher every day. Yeah. Strawberry milkshake. I mean, Embarrassing. I mean, well, milkshakes are for children. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 pretty like shaky ground. The name of it. The word milkshake. Yeah. Like, anything with the name. word shake in it. Do you know who definitely loves a milkshake? Oh, like Michael. Michael, I know. I mean, I I was with him when he had a milkshake about two weeks ago. <laughs> what what, what did he, he order? Vanilla, vanilla. <laughs> it was in Bunsen, and so I think they've only got a couple of. Hours. I think they've only got maybe vanilla, strawberry, chocolate. And he went yeah. for vanilla. That's sort of the mm. interesting choice. He's actually made an interesting choice. Chocolate for milkshakes, chocolate ice cream, terrible. Yeah, I mean, you unless... can't get good chocolate ice cream. Most of it is bad, but it I just agree doesn't really that, interest but... me. It's a red flag a when someone person, goes for chocolate. I'm not, a, not a real milkshake. Do you person, like a malt? You know. Um, I used to used to love an Oreo malt in uh, in Eddie Rockets, but again, that singles me out as a child. What's a malt? I think a malt is something you'd have on your debs. Well, isn't this just where they add malt to the milkshake, basically? What's I malt? Think so, yeah, like a, a a grain. You should know this. You're the you're the barman. Isn't malt to do with whiskey? Uh, yeah, I think there is malt in whiskey. Uh, like I think Maltesers. Maltesers, yeah, it's like the Malteser filling. Okay, what's happening here is you're just saying things with the word malt in them and it's not helping describe what okay. malt is. Okay, what is malt? Yeah, malt, thank you. Malt Get on fucking Google, man. It's a germinated cereal grain that has been oh. dried in a process known as malting. And um... Oh, but even that is a ridiculous definition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it only becomes malt once it's been malted. What? <laughs> you can't use that in the description. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it, it's actually a very unhelpful. Circulardefinitions.com. You're having something malty there yourself, are you? Uh, this is a. I'm having a, a revolver session IPA. That's I always quite mistrust. Malty. I mistrust the word session. I don't really know why they call it a session IPA. Is it not because, because it's then... light? It's light and it's it's lower in alcohol, isn't it? So that you can session for longer. Yeah, yeah, but my problem is people saying session, like that's a thing, like anyone's ever invited me to. Should we go for a session? Mate, do you want to go for a session? I think uh, I'd people say that. that in England a lot as well, yeah? Nope, never heard that. Never heard it. Feels, but like, just... feels like an Irish What do thing. they say in England? If someone's like, do you want to come to a big knees up down the wolf and whistle? Is that like, <laughs> what, what? Do you want to go for a booze up down the barley? Uh, <laughs> is it a, a, bum, a bums up? Is that a thing? Oh uh, yeah, a jingle down the froom. Do they always call the it like, you gonna head down the battle cruiser? You know, it's all <laughs> yeah, rhyming yeah. slang. Like, you, is battle cruiser slang for booze? I mean, in Guy Ritchie movies, yes. Up the apples and pears. What? What are apples and pears? Stairs. Come on, on your keep up. Tin of fruit. Suit. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, she's gone. Something good's Don't know what's here. happened. Yeah, this is. She's really building herself up for a fall. <laughs> plates of meat. No, plates of meat are they? Yeah. yeah. Playing the flute. <laughs> what's that? What's that? <laughs> Doing a two? Like what are we? Doing... What's happening? Is it? Is that what it is? Onya's gone. 
Yeah, I think that's what it should be. Do you know any more Kathy Ryan song? Ryan, 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 Ryan Mix line? Fill it a place. It's your face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, the idea that anyone would ever say this. You know, the idea would be like, I oh, smacked me right in the fillet. Well, maybe they would. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> right in the fillet, yeah. You can't say the second word. You have to only say the first part. That's it. Like, you have to be cool enough to know what the what the next bit is, yeah. Can I ask how you guys feel about the... Like, so, uh, banana desserts. So, banana bread, banoffee. Any strong feelings? Banoffee, amazing. Mm, couldn't agree more. Yeah, banoffee's a great dessert. I wouldn't say... I would say I, I rarely would order a banana dessert, um, but banoffee is delicious. When um, done well, and I have a real problem yeah. with the depth of the cream being too thick. Yeah, I'll totally... I want totally even like proportions. Don't pretend it's an impressive pie by overpiling the cream. Whipped cream no. in vast quantities but is disgusting. It's disgusting, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I think any of that... Like, I think... But I think cupcakes are ridiculous, you know, because of the ridiculous quantity of, of buttercream topping or whatever. Oh, I have no problem with that. Buttercream is delicious. But, oh, no, I know it's tasty, but like, come on, again, it's back to the, like, I don't know. Anyway, that's a the cupcake episode <laughs> can take us another time. Uh, banana bread. Yeah, I'm a big fan of banana bread. I've seen it when I bake it. I'm not a fan of filling it up with nuts and chocolate chips and things. I think it's a great little snack just on its own, you know? Will? Huge, huge fan of banana bread. Um, it, in fact, my sketch group, Just These Please, a big part of our success is due to a song about banana bread. Um, Could you sing us a few bars? Um, my name is Banana Bread, and you might be a fan. You've probably seen some pics of me on Instagram. I'm your favourite fruit, and I make you feel merry, but botanically speaking, I'm actually a berry. Oh! Um, I'll have to link to, to the banana bread wrap, the full wrap. So, I, the banana bread I make is disgusting. Why are you making it? Why do you make it? Why do you continue? You know know how it goes. You know the old story. You go down to your kitchen. There's two bananas giving you the evil Mm. eyes. Here I am, rotting away in the kitchen counter. What are you going to do with me, bitch? Going to put you in a fucking bread. Uh, Anya, I'd encourage you in life to assume the bananas like you. And they're going, hey, look at me. You know, like, it doesn't have to be so negative, man. No, I don't like them. And they don't like me. What about pancakes? Now, I did want to bring up banana pancakes, right? I went through a brief phase of being like, oh, banana pancakes are fantastic. They're not. They're terrible. They're te- yeah, they're, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a big pancake person generally, but I know Michael's a big fan and he put me onto it a while ago and whatever, two bananas and an egg or something. It's so, I don't, I don't it's like them. so sad. It's so Why sad. Why is it? No, it's not sad. What the fuck are you talking about? It's sad. No, but it, it, because when you're making it, you're making it sort of a like, gotta get those gains for the gym. You know, it's a real... Oh, it's don't a real, get me wrong. Michael is sad. Like, that. that's a given. But, like, that, that... Making banana pancakes, it's like upping your pancake. You get to add more sweet, cool stuff to it. Mm. No, but when this the recipe that he's talking about is literally an egg and, an egg and uh, a banana. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, that's, that's disgusting. That's a scrambled but, egg with banana, basically. Okay, I mean, if you say it like that, it's always going to sound bad. Um, now, banana, best flavour combinations. We talked about peanut and banana. I would like to make a pitch for banana and Nutella. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. I'll tell you what I sometimes do when I uh, have sliced banana on, on bread or on toast <laughs> is uh, just a tiny little dollop of jam on each slice. Delicious. Just a raspberry jam or a blackberry jam, something like that. It's okay. Ooh. Yeah, I can see It'd be that. lovely for breakfast. No, see, yeah. I like a banana sandwich almost as if it's a savoury dish. You butter your bread, mm. slice your banana, banana or a banana roll. Oh my God. Okay, I've got a banana sandwich to talk to you about, which is a banana with the skin on, cut it open, put a Mars bar in it, wrap it in foil. Put it on, put the, it on barbecue. the barbecue. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I did it last summer loads. I plan on doing it again. Unreal. Barbecued bananas. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I mean, one thing we used to do when we were kids, banana split, you know? Oh, delicious. I had one recently. I was out for dinner with my parents and my husband. And to everyone's great amusement, I ordered a banana split for dessert, which I think maybe was meant for kids. <laughs> Having had a milkshake for your main course. I think I'd had a pizza. Like every... <laughs> no, I... Like some chicken nuggets to start, yeah. <laughs> I have to... Sorry, I have to interrupt, interrupt with a totally unrelated thing, which is that... And obviously, I know people who aren't teachers are amazed by the fact that we now get emails from our students. But I've just got an email from a student who is not in my class, 
who has just sent me a picture of a dead pigeon. <coughs> I mean, am I going to die? I don't know. Is that a war- Is this a Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes? <laughs> Hugh O'Connor flies with the pigeons. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's a very dead pigeon. Like it's it's How very d- clearly. <laughs> like what? What do um, you think happened to it? If you had to be the pigeon coroner, the 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 coroner. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of lying spread eagled on the well spread pigeon on the ground, I suppose. Um, but you can see slightly into its innards. It's not clear whether it has a head still. Oh, oh my god. Oh, it's not you good. can see slightly into its innards and it's not clear if it has a head still is the worst thing that I've heard. God, that's a bit dark. I think we'll have to check that out. <laughs> no, that's staying in. And you're posting that picture on Instagram whether this student likes it or not. <laughs> my god. Fair enough, yeah. Um, I mean, we move towards Dearing final me. judgments. I mean, I feel we haven't really done very much talking about Bananas. So Unless... here I've got a question, yeah. right? I've got a question, right. which is if you're if you're ever traveling in a in a tropical region and you see something with plantains on the menu, like are you do you love a, and you two are both vegetarians, obviously. Like do you would you seek out plantains? Do you think they're a great I mean they're basically a big savory, yeah, big I, bland savory yeah. banana. Aren't I've they? had them in a Cuban restaurant in Miami and really mm. wanted to like them, did not like them at all. Mm. But I love that they exist. I think it's a really it's a really fun interesting food and i would definitely give it another go i'm a yeah. big fan and i i think it's one of those i i'm a very competent chef and i have no idea how to cook plantain and the times i've had it i've just been like whoa this is such a it's a new sort of like starchy potatoey banana-y thing <coughs> that i don't know i don't know what to do with it i don't know how to do it properly and so when i have it i i, I think it's amazing i think it's such a cool thing. I think it's absolutely mad that we don't have it as much as we do. Especially like I live in London, and th- there's a, <laughs> a like you can buy plantain on my high street on on Kentish Town High Road. You can buy plantain everywhere, and I don't know how to cook it. <laughs> it's like you and I are just weeping in our kitchens. Me over the banana bread, you over plantains. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do with you, but I love you so much. Hugh, have you ever had plantain? I think I definitely have it, had it as a side on something, but it didn't make any great impact with me. But see, yeah. I think we probably approach it all wrong because maybe, as Will said, it is more of a starchy potato thing. Mm. And it, it's, you know, yeah, it's also something that if you if you grow up with, if you grow up cooking or or being taught how to cook, like it's a part, it's a staple that we don't really use in the countries we live in. But I, I think yeah. it could yeah. be an amazing... I'm going to say something uh, controversial. Piece. Potato, if you'd never eaten one before and someone gave you a boiled potato, you'd be like, all right. Yeah. It's, it's like tea. Tea is... I love tea, but it doesn't really taste of anything. It's just... It's oh. imbued with your... No, we're, we're getting... We're doing the tea episode because tea is is an absolute con. I kind yeah. of agree with you. It doesn't really taste of anything. I love it. it doesn't it's really taste of anything. dirty water and it's like, oh, you've got to put milk in it. Yeah, because it tastes of fucking nothing. It's pond water. It's hot pond water. But see, see, potatoes, maybe much like plantains and we don't really know, are just a vehicle for like butter and garlic and deep frying yeah. and mashing and, you know. But they're not, but, but yeah, also though, well. like mm. everything's a vehicle for, for salt and fat and, and heat no, and it's stuff. Not, but potatoes, it's not though. Some stuff isn't improved by that. Name well, one thing that's not improved. You got a carrot. You don't need to salt up your carrot. Yeah, a carrot yeah. is most delicious in its raw, pure form. Mm. That's yeah. absolutely the saddest thing that I've ever heard. No, You've it's got not. to salt your carrot. Okay, cu- cucumber. You put some salt on there. Mm. No, fry it. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I've had cucumber for dinner and lunch three days in a row with other things, and a freshly chopped cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you you couldn't commit to the abreve. <laughs> you, you tried your best, Sonia. You really did. It's, it's delicious. Oh, and you know what? There's someone. There's someone in the world who could say the phrase "freshly chopped cuke" and sound incredibly cool. I say it at it's home. It's just not you, but I'm glad that you went for it. I think Sonia would have sounded cool if she hadn't paused for a second and then said "umber." Like that is <laughs> the only mistake she made. But Will, I think our cherry tomatoes, delicious on their own. They're not improved by butter. They They're absolutely are. 
If you roast cherry tomatoes with some butter, they're unbelievable. They're also unbelievable on their own. They're oh, different they're, they're, things. They're at their most delicious. I just think sometimes uh, sometimes people use the phrase like a vehicle for X and it's like, well, you're sort of misunderstanding like the... Are you going to honestly tell me a boiled baby potato is more delicious than a, than a uh, cherry tomato? I, what do you mean? Why would I be saying that to you? <laughs> if you put butter on both of them. No, but the, that uh, 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 a potato needs more stuff to be delicious. Cherry tomato, cucumber, whatever. They're all delicious oh. in their own form. Oh, you know? I see. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to get there, but I got there. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to say that I'd rather eat a boiled potato than a raw cherry tomato because that'd be a mad test like why am i in this situation because i have made it so i see i see so i'd rather eat i'd rather eat raw cucumber and raw cherry tomato than a a boiled random potato on its own but most of the time i'll have a meal where that's not like a thing i have to deal with so i'll like Put some butter on the but potato. Will, basically, behind one door is a cherry tomato that right. tells the truth. But behind <laughs> the other door is a potato that only lies. Okay. okay. Put them beside apples and chives. I, I, I go... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I go through the fourth door uh, and I eat the old banana pre-Cavendish. I eat a big... I put gross Michael in my mouth. <laughs> You look so happy after you said that, Mom. <laughs> what about Le Petit Michel? <laughs> oh, oui, Le Petit Michel. Où est Le Petit Michel? Le Petit Michel est cool. Qu'est-ce que c'est banana uh, en français? Banana. Banana, is it? Banana. And it's banana. confusing because no. anana is grapefruit. Oh, it? yeah, yeah. Pineapple, it's pineapple. I thought it was banana. Pineapple. Then maybe it is. Oh, it might be banana. What did you say? Yeah. Was it banana? Banana. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. when it's like any time you have any word that has you know well some words have come from other languages into into ours or some words have come from english into other languages and when you're in france and you're like uh à le weekend <laughs> it's weekend like, it's, it's the word weekend, le you know? weekend. yeah so to move to final judgments uh bananas are they uh legitimate like or a legitimate uh, dislike have you ever come up with an offset for that? We just say not a legitimate like. Oh, it's, no. a, it's a binary, binary concept, you know. They either are or they aren't. That would be a good yeah, thing yeah. for the podcast. Binary, binary concept. concept. Yeah, it's actually, <laughs> yeah. actually better. We'd get a lot of Graham Linehan fans in. So yeah, that's like the it. problem. That's the problem. Yeah. The problem. Bananas, yeah, bananas are a legitimate like. Uh, they're great and they're a nice, yeah, nice source of, you know, energy, a little sweetness with while still being reasonably healthy. They, as you say, they, they get you home. They get you through to your next meal, you know? And, uh, I, don't, I mean, and yeah, they're, they're as, as Anya says, they come in their own, in their own packaging with their own little handle. So like a pasty, like a Cornish pasty. From a, from a food. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to overcomplicate it. They're legitimate like. I eat a banana every single day, at least. So what's the most Whoa. number of bananas you've ever eaten in a day? Four, maybe. Four? Yeah. That's, the same. <laughs> yeah. that's I went fucking through a stage mad. There. I went through a stage where I ate two bananas as part of my breakfast every morning. I've, I had a banana yesterday morning, this morning, with my breakfast. Yeah. Mm, I have one every day before I leave the it's, house. It's delicious. And it does give you... And I love some porridge, not to backtrack. But yeah, say I had a banana sandwich, you might have some in, in, you know, in, in something else. Maybe one in a smoothie or whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't be long racking mm. up the bananas. But yeah, so it's a legitimate like. Will, what about you? Okay, the Latin name for banana <laughs> means fruit of the wise men. Pretty cool. Banana. I, I don't know. I, I, I basically, looking at uh, the presentation that Sarah McDermott sent me, um, more songs have been written about banana than any other fruit. That is a huge sign. I don't think that's true because I looked up songs about bananas today and there's not that many. Bananas in pyjamas are walking. This stairs. ship is bananas. Yeah, that's two. I guess watermelon sugar has sort of offset the balance. And there's um, also there's, grapefruit moon. There's loads of apple songs. 
Okay, name three. Don't sit under the apple tree <laughs> with anyone else but me. Anyone I would argue that's an apple song, an apple tree song, not an apple okay. song. Uh, other apple songs. Um, Eve is the apple of my eye. Okay, that doesn't. I, I would argue that's not an apple song, but a song with the word apple in it, but then this shit is bananas. Look, I, I haven't done any research. It's the fourth largest agriculture project. It's 100 billion are consumed annually. Um, that's all I have. That's all I know. You're like um, someone at a wedding giving it. Webster's English Dictionary defines banana as a, an ovular f- fruit. I think the fact that it is the only fruit that you like, oh, well, they're going off. So we have all these other options. Banana pancakes, banana bread, bananas in their pure form. I think even if you don't like bananas, which we all clearly do, you have to respect the fact that they've they've got in on the markets of bread and pancakes, which is a difficult market to get in on because yeah. they're popular. Um, they've also got in on the Foster's market, which I didn't realize until we did this podcast. I think they're amazing. I think they're delicious. I think they're proof of God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, would love bananas. And I do, too. They're legitimate, like. All right, it's 2 0 to bananas. And Anya, I don't think we need to ask which way you'd go. You're a full on banana, full banana lover. Yeah. Do, we, do we think, is Michael a banana fan? Would he have oh, voted this 100%. way? 100%. Michael loves bananas. I'd say he yeah. loves bananas. Uh, oh, I, even... I like how we've all said they're great, <laughs> but then the idea of Michael saying they're great is it's a ridiculous disgusting. idea. It's terrible, yeah. yeah. Of like, course he likes them. Oh. They're like efficient and gross. Ugh. Yeah, but he'd probably do some. He'd have some weird reason for it, that wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he would. That's true. Mm. That's true. And um, my final question before we leave, before we end everything: Have you ever seen anyone slip on a banana peel? Uh, I have once slipped on a banana peel <laughs> yeah, in my kitchen. Uh, no. I'd say about. Didn't know you were a Super Mario character. Twenty years <laughs> ago, maybe I slipped on a banana peel. Yeah. Oh, did you injure yourself? And it's slippy. I tell you, the, the, all, the, all the press it gets is, is right. Weren't you badly injured by an anvil that a coyote dropped on you once as well? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you end up in some quicksand once? Do, have any of you had, ever had like cartoonish injuries? Oh, I, all I'll tell the you time, what, yeah. I nearly, had, I nearly had a situation where I was cycling. I feel like I've said this before. I was cycling along the road and... I looked down at like my gears or something, so and I looked it. up and just managed to avoid. Sorry, oh, right. Um, and I looked up, and I just managed to swerve and avoid a lorry that was in front of me, but it had the ramp down, so I would have gone <laughs> the ramp and into the back of the lorry. <laughs> and we can only assume the lorry would then have closed, yeah, yeah. and I would have been shipped off somewhere. I walked into yeah, yeah. a glass door last week. I've stood. Oh, I've done I've that, stood on yeah. a rake and had a flow up into my face. <laughs> I've stood on the rake as well. I've done that. Too, oh my yeah. god! What happened in I've both situations? I've fallen downstairs. I've fallen yeah. in the street. I've. Oh my god! I didn't realize it got so deep. Yeah. Uh, do you have any cartoonish injuries, Will, or do you just slither through I've... life? <laughs> Slither! Yeah. That's such a judgmental word. No, my injuries tend to be not cartoonish because they're also not real life. Because if you ever put it in a cartoon, you'd be like, this is a boring cartoon. I ended up in hospital for three days because I burnt my foot on a hot water bottle. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not cartoonish. It's just lame. No, it's like straight it. off like a PSA advertisement. Well... Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> a perfect time to end. What a lovely time to bring the podcast to a close. We've learned a lot about bananas. We've learned a lot about ourselves. We've learned a lot about each other. If you want to learn more about us, please follow us on Twitter. Please share us with your friends. And uh, get in touch and tell us what we should do next. My name is Will. This is Hugh. Goodbye. Is that it? <laughs> Not going to say anything more? No. No? That's and the end? I'm... I... <laughs> Uh, sorry, Bananas Foster was getting involved there. What's your name? <laughs> sorry. <coughs> oh, wow. What I happened? Still, it's the, the old COVID cough, the lingering COVID cough. I feel like, oh. yeah.
Well, it got sad at the end. Aren't you? You want to say goodbye after all that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the next episode might not involve Owen yet. Um, but I've been Will, that's been Hugh. Thank you so much for listening to Legitimate Likes. Uh, share it with your friends, subscribe, and rate it five stars. Goodbye, nice. Goodbye, banana. Goodbye. Good banana. Good banana. Top banana. Banana. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.